Welcome to The Author Show, where we feature new authors and books from fiction to self-help and everything in between. You'll find it all at theauthorshow.com. That's theauthorshow.com. And now let the show begin. Hi, this is The Author Show, and I'm your host, Linda Thompson. Before I introduce our guest, just a quick reminder that selected interviews are available in our iPhone app that can be downloaded in our app store, as well as on TV, on the Roku channel and Amazon Fire TV. Our app name on all platforms is The Author Show. Welcome to Dr. Bob's Tales, where the center of action is a large, lively pond with the sheriff of the Pondville being a frog. Our book is Harry and the Hooligans, authored by Dr. Robert A. Ernst. Dr. Bob is here to share more about his delightful children's book. Dr. Bob, welcome to the author's show. Well, thank you. I'm so glad to be here. Dr. Bob, will you give us a quick overview of Harry and the Hooligans? Oh, I'd be happy to. Harry's a new sheriff in town, and his first challenge is to catch thieves. He can't do it alone, so uh, he forms a posse of wonderful, oddball characters who engage in humorous, wild antics in an attempt to nab the perpetrators. He forms a posse made up of wonderful, wonderful characters, and they try all kinds of funny, wild antics to try and nab the perpetrators. Harry refers to the robbers as shady hooligans, and the story is filled with excitement, laughter, and some great life lessons. <laughs> it sounds like a really fun read, and I believe the Harry and the Hooligans is the second in your Dr. Bob's Tales series. How many books do you plan to write for your series? Right now, I have planned to write four. Did you write Harry and the Hooligans for any particular age group? Yeah, right now, the ages are from 7 to 10, but younger readers really enjoy it when a parent reads it to them. The beauty of that is that the parent, who probably has life experiences, can open up the world to the young child, the young reader, into a whole new facet of what's going on and let them use their imagination, and off they go. How delightful. So will parents and adults enjoy Harry and the Hooligans as much as their kids? Very much so, because when a parent, you know, when they think, oh, this is a child's book, but when they get into it, they go, hey, this is pretty good. I can relate to some of these characters, and I can help my young reader to envision some of the things that might happen and help them along with it and use their imagination to do it. What a great lesson there. So is Harry and the Hooligans similar to any other book we might find on the shelves? I don't think so. To have something that unique is always a good thing. So where did the idea for Harry and the Hooligans generate? That's an interesting story because as a child, we didn't have television in those days. And it was just a radio. And so you had to make your own fun. And what I used to do is I used to go down in the marshes in Milford, Connecticut, and I used to play in the marshes and climb the trees. And I'd sit in a tree and watch the animals. If I sat real quiet, they would come around. I'd watch them, you know, fool around and do whatever they had to do. And I began to realize that animals have their own personalities. And so what happens when I retired from my practice, 
I lost contact with a lot of my patients and the interactions with my patients, and I became very depressed. So I went out to my vacation home, and I had to take care of the property and maintain the landscaping, but I needed help. And this young lady came along, and she helped me. And one day she came up and says, Dr. Bob, I can't work with you today because my babysitter can't come in. And so I said, well, you know, bring him on over to the house and Anne can take a look at him and take care of them while we're working. So what happened was we'd go in and have lunch, you know, and the four children were two, four, six, and eight. And the little one, who was two, had a tough time saying, Dr. Bob. And he would say, Baka Bob. And one day he came up and tugged on my pants. He said, Baka Bob, can you tell me a story? I said, sure I can. And I'm thinking, well, there's the pond down there. I have a lot of frogs. So I told him about this frog named Harry. And Harry loves speed, and he loves his Harley motorcycle. And boy, he used to race around that track. And that's how it started. What a delightful start. So what sets Harry and the Hooligans apart from others in the same genre? What I try to do with my characters is when the reader looks at the character, he's able to relate to that character and, you know, feel what he's feeling and also at the same time step out of the character and watch what's going on. That makes sense to me. So your book is delightfully illustrated, Dr. Bob. Who created these wonderful drawings for you? Her name is Rose E. Greer Evans, and she is a master. We used to sit for hours just on one illustration, just to try and get it right. And there are about 17, 18, 19 illustrations in each book. And there's a lot of hours in those illustrations. Absolutely. We really enjoyed it. I think they're wonderful. All of your characters appear to be animals. Do your characters take on traits of real people? Yes, they do. Because what I found growing up, Youngsters relate to animals very quickly, whereas if somebody like their peers come in, they're a little bit guarded. But when an animal comes up, they're much more open. And I found that the reader can really start using his imagination much more quickly. So what's coming up next for Harry and Pondville? The next book, oh my gosh, that's to me, that's a winner. It's about the sheriff's car who undergoes surgery because his engine has collapsed. And it's all about the antics of where are they going to get another engine and the the surgical procedure and what the outcome is, is hilarious. (laughs) It certainly sounds so. That's very unique. So. Is there a particular sense of satisfaction, Dr. Bob, for writing for a young audience? When I sit down and I'm writing, I start laughing at some of the comments that I write. It's, you know, I'm going, I just can't stop laughing sometime. And I can read these books days later and the same thing happens to me. And that's what I'm trying to project to the readers, to let them have fun and let them use their imagination. What kind of comments have you received from young folks about Harry and the Hooligans? The comments I get, tell me more. I want to know more. (laughs) 
<laughs> Harry is going to carry throughout the entire series, correct? That is correct. He's my main character. Well, you're a retired orthodontist. Have you always wanted to be an author? I did not. As a child, I used to sit in my rocking chair at my grandmother's house, and I used to rock back and forth. And I would imagine myself being a doctor. I knew at the age of three years old, I was going to be a doctor. And when I got to the fourth grade, they gave us an exam on what our abilities could be. And my teachers came up to me and told me, you know, you would be a good writer. And I'd look at him and say, "Uh uh-uh, I'm not a writer. I'm going to be a doctor. That's how far back it goes. Oh, wow. (laughs) Did you ever write stories or did you just totally fight that idea of being a writer? It just happened. Like my little two-year-old there just said, Baka Bob, please tell me a story. You know, and I started telling the stories and my wife, Ann, said, you know, Dr. Bob, you've got to write these things down. And (laughs) that's where it started. Is there a moral of the story in Harry and the Hooligans that you want your young readers to grasp? Yeah, there's uh, the main thing is there are a lot of life, life lessons to be learned and a lot of choices that could be made with consequences as a result. Dr. Bob, will you please read a short excerpt from Harry and the Hooligans for our listeners? I sure can. Let me set this up. Harry has just become sheriff of the town of Poundville, and he takes his sheriff car, and he decides to get a lay of the land. So he drives around Poundville and down to the cove. So he's, he's driving along the cove, and his car dies. And he goes, oh, no. His smoke starts billowing out. And he goes, oh, my, what am I going to do? And just then, Harry's radio popped and a voice called, Sheriff, Sheriff, emergency. He picked up the speaker microphone and he heard the dispatcher say, return to Bonville immediately. We just got word of a crime in progress. No more details are available at the moment. Hey, listen, my car just broke down. I'm at, I'm at, I am at the cove. I have no way of getting back to Pondville. Give me a few minutes and I'll see what I can do, Sheriff. Harry put down his radio, relieved somewhat, but wondered, what can he do? Within a minute, the radio crackled again and it's headquarters with an update. The crime is at the Pondville General Store. We need you back right here, right now. I'll send Rescue One over the hill to pick you up. Okay, Sheriff, here's the latest. The shoppers in the market don't know the robberies in progress. We want to keep it that way so that they'll be safe. Just then, Harry looks up and spots two cranes flying over the hill with something odd below them. As they got closer, Harry recognized Dooms and his brother Skidmore with ropes tied to their skinny legs. Attached to the ropes was a large basket like the kind used in hot air balloons. The cranes flew in and set their basket down near Harry. Rescue One has landed, announced Dunes. Get in the basket, Sheriff, and we'll take you back over the hill to rendezvous with your deputies. But what about my car, Harry asked, raising his arms in desperation. Dunes sighed and said, Look, there's no way a car is going to fit in this basket. Not only that, we couldn't lift that car up no matter how hard we flapped our wings. 
it's out of the question. Anyways, our orders are pick you up and that's it. A crew has been dispatched to retrieve your car, so don't worry. So Dunes called out to Harry, get in the car so we can get going. So Harry reluctantly hopped into the basket and braced himself against the side. Fastest your harness, uh, Harry. We don't need any accidents, especially you falling out of the basket. Great, said Harry to himself. This is all I need. Two jokers with my life hanging by a thread from their feet. Harry fastened his harness, which allowed him only a little bit of freedom to move around in the basket. The cranes flapped their wings every which way, trying to get airborne. After all, Harry added weight to rescue one, making take off a challenge. As the basket began to lift off the ground, it dragged and it bounced, making a lot of scraping noises. It was scary, and Harry held on with all his might. Harry's stomach felt queasy from all the swinging and bouncing. He hunkered down at the bottom of the basket. He was afraid to watch. All he could think of was, please, please, don't let me hurl. I don't want to hurl. Dr. Bob, where can we learn more about you, your other books, and where can we purchase Harry and the Hooligans? The book can be purchased at my website, and it has links to all the online booksellers. And the uh, beauty of the uh, website is that it has a few videos in there explaining how I started to write the books. It has a little story about the young people who uh, helped me uh, imagine the writing of the book. It also describes a lot of the characters and the relationships that they have. And will you please tell us what your website is? My website is drbobstales.com. And that's D-R-B-O-B-S-T-A-L-E-S dot com, correct? Okay, and there's information about you as well? There is. It tells a story about me. We've been talking with Dr. Robert A. Ernst, author of Harry and the Hooligans. Dr. Bob, thank you so much for taking time to share your books with us today. We have a lot of listeners with young ones that are going to love Harry and his town. And when you publish your next book, will you think about coming back to chat with us again? I sure will. It'd be my pleasure. Here's a review I found for Dr. Bob's book. I like this book. It houses a refreshing mix of unique characters and life lesson reflections. The stories give you the feel of community and village care for each individual critter residing within this world of fantasy that will stick with you even after you have closed it. Well, if you are fascinated with this delightful story, please go to drbobstales.com and order your copy for the young ones in your life. And when you finish, don't forget to post a review. And please share this interview with your friends so that they too may become acquainted with our author. And remember, the author show may be accessed at any time at theauthorshow.com. Plus, selected interviews can also be found on major platforms such as Amazon Fire TV, the Roku Channel, Google Play, Pandora, Amazon Music, and many more. Whether you're an author who would like to be featured or a reader in search of new books, theauthorshow.com is a really great place to start. Thanks for listening to The Author Show. Find out more about authors and their work at theauthorsshow.com. Theauthorsshow.com. Tune in next time to another great author on The Author Show.